Uh, usually, I get more nervous to sing than I do to preach most of the time. But uh, I do count it an honor to be here, being in the house of God tonight. If you have your Bibles, it'll be in the book of First Kings. First Kings, chapter number seventeen. Excuse me, sorry, we'll begin in first, uh, chapter 19. Chapter 19, verses 1 and 4. We'll be back in uh, chapter number 17 also. But we'll begin reading in uh, chapter number 19, verse number 1. The Bible says, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree, and he requested for himself that he might die. And said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. Lord, thank you for allowing us to be in your house tonight. Lord, I pray that you'd help me as I prepare to preach. Lord, I pray that you would use me and use me uh, in your perfect will and way. Lord, and pray that would be some help gotten out of the service tonight and out of the message. Lord, help me to stand aside and let you be seen through the message and in the service tonight. And all you do will thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Here we find a story about Elijah uh, as he's escaping and running from Jezebel. Uh, and we know the story there and how he had slain all the prophets with a sword. <clears throat> but Elijah here, we know that Elijah was a man of God that preached the word without fear and without favor. Uh, he was a man of God that preached the word no matter who it offended. And he was a man of God that stood up in the time where they needed somebody to stand. Uh, and Elijah here was one that called fire down from heaven. And God honored his obedience. I believe many times in our lives we wonder why nothing happens is uh, because we may not be obedient to God, but God will honor your obedience. And here in the life of Elijah, we find that God honored his obedience by answering every prayer uh, that he had prayed and answering, and he was faithful. And because God was faithful in Elijah's life, he can also be faithful in your life as well. And you say, well, God has been faithful to so many other people, and God has done so many other things for so many other people. Why ain't he doing something for me, but are you doing something for him? Are you faithful for God? Are you doing the thing, same things that Elijah was doing, saying, well, uh, I'm going to be faithful to him, showing up Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, and when the doors are open, when the revivals are here, and if you can't make it, that's something different, but when you choose to lay out of the house of God, it's a difference, and when God says, I want to do something in your life, if you would only be faithful. God was faithful in Elijah's life and he can be faithful to you. Elijah saw many things happen in his life, but even he has some low points. People say, well, you ought to, uh, just because you're saved doesn't mean you're going to have all high, high, uh, high times and it's not going to have some hard times and some sorrow and there's not going to be uh, anything. I never said that the Christian life and uh, salvation was going to be a bed of roses. Never said that it was going to be easy. The Bible says, take my yoke upon you for my burden up. A yoke is easy and burden is light. I might have quoted that wrong, but God knows uh, that it's not going to be every day. It's going to be easy. That's why he's there for us. 
And Elijah knew that even sometimes there was going to be some low points. But we find here in that verse number 4, it says, uh, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. Elijah got down to the point where he said, I'm just ready to die. I'm ready to give it up. I'm ready to give in. And a great man of God such as that, how could we say, uh, if he could get to the low points, how much easier would it be for us to get there as well? God always blessed him. God answered every prayer that Elijah prayed. So I believe when he said, Lord, take my, like, take my life, and he laid down under that juniper tree, I believe that he never expected to open up his eyes again. And when he expected to open his eyes again, he thought he was going to see the Lord. Because up until this point, the Lord had answered every prayer Elijah prayed. The Lord had answered and been with him in every situation. So now he's, why would God fail him now? Why would God deny his request now when he said, Lord, I'm just ready to go? Elijah had got to the point of despair. He was always blessed when he prayed. He fully expected to, to see the Lord. And I wonder how many times have we found ourselves under that juniper tree pitching ourselves a pity party because of the things that are going on. I want to look here at the life of Elijah and see some things that Elijah forgot. We'll flip back to 1 Kings chapter number 17. In verse number 3, we find the first thing that Elijah forgot about. Elijah forgot about the brook. Begin reading verse number 3. It says, Get thee hence and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. The ravens to feed thee there. I want to notice that, that verse that stood out, uh, words that stood out there in verse number 4. The Bible says, And I have commanded. It's not a uh, present tense. It's not uh, It's a past tense saying that he's already done it. So whether Elijah showed up or not, God had already taken care of it. Whether Elijah showed up to the brook or not, God had already commanded the ravens. And many times in our lives, I wonder how many times have we missed out on the blessing because God already had it prepared, but we never showed up. God wants to do something in your life if you'll only show up. And God said, I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. I've commanded the ravens to take care of you. He said, all you got to do is go. Elijah forgot about the brook. We know uh, the brook was for separation. God wanted to get him alone. The brook Cherith joined up there to the Jordan River. <clears throat> the, uh, when we see that, that is a picture of separation. And God wants to get us separated. But you know, you have to separate. When you separate from some things, you've got to separate to some things. When you take something out, you've got to put something good back in. You might get discouraged when you forget the places that God has allowed you to go and where you came from. Jordan being a picture of separation, we see that God, uh, uh, Elijah forgot about the brook and the purpose of its separation, but also the Lord led him to the brook so he could get some rest. Before Elijah got started in his ministry, before Elijah uh, set out to do the task that God had uh, called him to do, he had to get to a place where the Lord told him to get some rest. You say, well, I don't need any rest. As a Christian, sometimes you'll need some rest. And as a Christian, as a child of God, there's going to be some times where you're going to have to slow it down a little bit and you may be overexerting yourself a little bit and God's trying to get you to a place of rest. The Lord tried to get Elijah to a place where he could rest. Not, uh, he got him to a place to rest and brought him to the brook. Not for It wasn't the rest that he needed for what something he had already done, but what for he was getting ready to do. Amen. Elijah forgot about the brook. Number two, we see Elijah forgot about the barrel. Verse number 8, it says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Elijah had gone there and forgot about the barrel in his life. He's under that juniper tree, and God said, Remember those things that you had done 
Remember what I brought you through? And Elijah begins to think back. He thinks about the brook and how the Lord supplied his need. And then he thinks about the barrel. And we see that God was there to sustain. God brought that barrel into his life to sustain him. And we see the story and we know how we know the story and how he blessed the widow woman's life and how uh, he uh, took care of the need that she had because she was getting ready to uh, make a meal for her son and die. But uh, Elijah showed up at just the right time. Ain't it funny how God sends the things right when we need it? Ain't it funny how God just puts the things in our life right exactly when we need it? He put them there to sustain thee. But the Bible says, the Bible says she sustained him. The Bible says, and I've commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Though we know how the story goes that Elijah met her need, she was the one that met the need in his life. You might get a blessing from trying to bless somebody else. And that's what, that's, that's what the widow woman did as she was trying to bless Elijah's life because uh, the Lord had uh, sent him his way uh, that he in turn blessed her. And I wonder, uh, as she was going to reach for the meal again after the Lord blessed and uh, after the Lord uh, made, that, uh, made that need and met that need in her life and how the barrel says the barrel never run out and the cruise of oil never failed, the Bible never said it was full. The Bible never said the barrel was full. The Bible never said the cruise of oil was full. But I believe as she went back time and time again and every day, maybe she scraped in the bottom of the barrel. Maybe she pulled out the last few drops. God's not going to give you everything you need all at one time sometimes. But he will give you exactly what you need. And he may be in the place where that widow woman was where she was just scraping the bottom every knee every day. But you think about it as God gives grace in the time of need and he'll give you just enough grace. And the widow woman there had just enough every day. And every day she went back, she said, I found him faithful again. And every day that she went back to prepare a meal, she said, it's just enough for today. And you may feel low in your life and you may ask the Lord, oh Lord, I need some grace. And he'll give you some grace and say, it's just enough for today. Every day is a new day. You can't carry on sometimes from the next day. You can live on the high, the high uh, mountaintops one day, but the next day you might be under the juniper tree just like Elijah was. But God will give you just enough grace for today. Think about it. I've heard the analogy many times before. You're riding down the road at night. Your headlights only shine so far. That's how the will of God is and how sometimes the Christian, uh, Christian life is that you can only see so far in front of you. Because if you could see it all, uh, it would be too much for us to handle and too much for us to control. But God is behind the steering wheel and He knows exactly where we're going. He knows exactly what we're facing and He knows exactly how far we need to see and how far we need to go. And He says, if you'll just go on a little further, you'll be able to see a little more. If you'll just keep trusting me and as you trust your headlights to shine farther and farther, as the road you travel down God's saying I just need you to trust me and as the further you go I'll keep lighting away Elijah forgot about the barrel how it sustained him and how it renewed him God's mercy and grace was never going to fail and his love is never going to run out you can go back to the barrel time and time again and it will not fail you might feel like you're scraping the bottom you might feel like you're at the lowest point that you could ever go to but each time you come back to God he's going to give you just enough when you're at the end of your rope, God is at the beginning of His. I heard that somebody was saying something in Sunday school one time a while back, talking about turning around. He said, I was on a dead-end road, and it made me think about this, that God can turn your dead-end road into a cul-de-sac. God can turn you around no matter where you're at. Elijah forgot not only about the brook and the barrel, but he also forgot about the boy. Verse number 19 in chapter 17, the Bible says, And he said unto him, 
I said unto her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid him upon his own bed. And he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourned by slaying her son? And he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came into him again and he revived. Elijah forgot about the boy and how the saving power. God still has the power to work. God still has the power to save. And we think, well, there ain't nobody getting saved in these days anymore. Nobody wants to come to church anymore. Nobody wants to hear the gospel anymore. And I know because my church doesn't have that many as we used to. We used to have a couple hundred people at our church, but now we're down to maybe 50 or 60 because nobody wants to hear the gospel anymore. And when you go out and witness and you go out and visit, nobody wants to go and you'll, you'll knock on the door and say, are you saved? And they say, yeah, I am. And everybody has the same answer. But they know nothing of the Lord. A lot of people know <clears throat> the book of God, but they don't know the God of the book. Right. Elijah forgot about the boy and the power to save. Remember how God heard your prayer? Remember how when you was in a desperate time of need and God heard where you were? Elijah was prayed for that child and his soul came back into him again. God heard his prayer and did that miracle in his life. But many times we lose sight of God. Lamentations chapter number 3, verse number 21. <clears throat> the Bible says, This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. It didn't say they were new every year. It didn't say they were new every month or every week even. It said they're new every morning. Because every single day God's going to take care of you. Just like he did the day before. And he has just enough, just enough grace for today. Think about that song that he's never failed me. Never left me. Not one time have I cried out my voice he has not heard. Never failed me and he won't start today and he will make a way. Elijah forgot not only about the brook and the barrel and the boy, but he also forgot about the bullock. <clears throat> Chapter number 18, verse number 36. It says, And it came to pass at the time of the offering at the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and thou hast turned their heart back again. You think about the sacrifice that was made, how he sacrificed that bullet. We know the story how the fire fell, and God honors sacrifice. God honors sacrifice, and sometimes that's what it takes in our lives to get to somewhere. Uh, and there's uh, songs about being broken and, and being closer to the Lord and how the Lord sometimes has to break you to get you where He wants you to be. And God has to sometimes get you uh, to your lowest point in your life uh, to get you right where He wants you so He can mold you, so He can uh, make you in His hands. And sometimes that takes a little bit of sacrifice. Sometimes it takes some sacrifice to get to where God wants us to, but God honors sacrifice, and he'll make himself known in your life. Elijah called down the fire and prayed to the Lord, and the Lord answered his prayer. He had took some sacrifice, but he also had to make himself ready. He had to make himself available. It's not just enough to call out to God and say, Lord, help me. You have to make yourself available to him. You've got to make yourself available and say, Lord, I want to be used. 
You can't just throw a blanket prayer out and say, Lord, use me, and then just go on about your way. You have to put in some time. You have to put in some effort. You have to put in some dedication. And sometimes it may take some sacrifice. But for God to use you in your life, you've got to put in the effort. You have to make yourself known. You've got to make yourself available. You may not know what to pray. There have been some times in my life that I've been uh, hurt and I've been discouraged and I've been uh, uh, upset and said, Lord, I just don't know what to say. And at the times that you may know not may not know what to pray, and at the times we may not know uh, how uh, how to even call out to the Lord, Bible says that Lord hears our groanings, and the Lord knows exactly where we are. And I like to quote that verse in Job twenty three ten very often. And it says, but he knoweth the way that I take, and when he tried me, I shall come forth as gold. That E-T-H on the end of knoweth means to continue and to keep on going. God not only knows where you are presently, he knows where you've been, he knows where you're going. He always knows. He's going to continue to know. But he knoweth the way that I take, and when he had tried me, I shall come forth as gold. It means that you're going to have to go through some fiery times. You're going to have to go through some struggles. You're going to have to go through some hard times. But God's going to make a way. And He's going to take care of you. And He will be there from the beginning to the end. And from the heart of brokenness come some powerful prayers. You may find yourself under a juniper tree, but God still hears your prayers. Elijah forgot about the brook. He forgot about the barrel and the boy and the bullock. And he lay down under that tree and there's a song that I have that I wrote that was um, It Is Enough and it was about the story and the life of Elijah and he said it isn't where he said it is enough. He sat down under the tree and said it is enough for me take my life and take it away. Many times I believe we've gotten ourselves to that point where we've gotten and said Lord I'm just too discouraged and I can't go on. I just feel like giving up. I just feel like quitting. I just feel like giving in. But God said why don't you remember the things that I did. Why don't you remember where I brought you from? And when he told Elijah, he said, Remember where you was at the brook and I took care of you? And he said, Yeah. Well, you remember the barrel and the, the meal and the lady? He said, Yeah. Well, you remember the boy and how I brought his life back? And he said, Yes, Lord. And then you remember the bullock. There are so many things that Elijah could look back in his life and his ministry, even when he was at his lowest point, and say, You know, he brought me through then. I know he can again. And I wonder how many of us have gotten to that place where we sat down under our juniper tree and said, Lord, I'm done. I'm just giving up. And God says, remember what I did? Remember when I saved you? Remember what I brought you from? Remember what I brought you out of? Remember uh, the times that I helped you even when you couldn't help yourself? Remember those times? God wants to do something in your life. And many times we want to give up and quit on God because we say, Lord, it's hard. Lord, I can't go on another day. And there may be some hard days in our life. There may be some days that it's a struggle. But God is going to tell you, remember what I've done and remember what I'm going to do. Elijah forgot about some things. You may be broken and worn down, but remember what he's done in your life. And sometimes it takes God removing everything from you to reveal to you how much you need him. I remember the first time I preached this message was two years ago. And that was at a time in my life where I was at that point where I felt like giving up. And that was at a point in my life where I felt like, you know, it's, it's too hard. If, if, if I just, you know, just give up and not even go on another day, just like Elijah, but God said, remember what I did. And I was raised in a good Christian home my whole life. You know, and I, I'm thankful for that. 
And I'm thankful that the Lord has blessed my life that I could do that. And I still remember that there are some things in my life that I regret. And there are some things, even as being <clears throat> 27, there's some things that I, uh, in my short life that I regret and things that are mistakes I made. And, and the devil likes to keep those things on in your mind. And he likes to bring them up. But God, all he wants you to do is to call out to him and say, Lord, I can't do it on my own. And there's some times that I've prayed and said, Lord, I'm never more aware now than I have ever been before of the times that I need you. And Lord, I can't do it without you. And there was a few weeks ago I was praying. I said, Lord, I don't understand how the lost world could even go on without you because I can't do it on my own. Because it's discouraging sometimes. And it's hard sometimes. And if we would all admit it to ourselves and if we all admit and we'd just uh, have a little bit of human uh, come out in our lives and we would say and all agree, yeah, there's some times that it's hard. There's some times that I struggle. And there's some times that uh, I don't understand where God's leading me in my life. But God said, just remember where I brought you from and what I'm going to do. I wonder how many of us have gotten to the place tonight where we've forgotten what God has done. Elijah forgot about some things. Elijah forgot what the Lord had done in his life. And, and you say, well, how could a great man of God just like Elijah have you seen him do so many things and how he killed all the prophets and how he stood up and preached and, and gave the word of God to those people? How could he get to the place where he said, Lord, I'm giving up? Lord, just, I don't even want to be here anymore. And if a great man of God like that could get to a low spot in his life, how much more easier would it be for us with all the things that we have today, with all the distractions of the world that we have today, with all the technology and everything else that we have today, how much easier would it be for us to focus on this and focus on that and our, our attention is divided and split away and we get to lose sight and lose focus of what God has done in our life. But Elijah got to that place. So how much more easier would it be for us to be there? Just remind yourself when you get under your juniper tree, when you find your juniper tree, and you, after the great service that we had this morning, tomorrow morning you may be under that juniper tree and say, Lord, I'm ready to give up. <clears throat> and the God may say, you know what? Remember what happened yesterday morning at church? Remember how I moved through? Remember how the Spirit moved in the service and the testimonies and, and everybody that uh, praised the Lord? And he said, remember where I brought you from? Remember what I did in your life? Some things Elijah forgot about. I wonder how many things in your life have you forgot about that God's done for you? How many things have you done in your life that uh, you said, well, Lord, I, just, I forgot that you did that for me. And if you got out a pen and paper and wrote it down and, and wrote down all the things that God did for you, how long would that list be? And I wonder how many times you could uh, read that list and say, well, Lord, I didn't even realize this is all you've done. And Lord, I didn't even realize that you've done so many things for me. You may be under that juniper tree, and you may be there right now, and you may be discouraged, but look what God has done. And there's that song that we sing, and we sing it at my church, and my group sings it, look what God has done. He's done a lot for us. He's done so much more than we could ever think or imagine, and we're going to get under the juniper tree and have ourselves a pity party, and God says, well, what are you doing? Remember what I did? Remember the times that I brought you through? I don't know where you're at tonight, but you may be there under that juniper tree, but remember some things that God did for you. Elijah forgot about the things that God did for him. But when you get discouraged, remember, God will give you just enough. Just enough grace for today. Just enough for tomorrow. And each morning you come back to him, and each morning that you seek him, he'll give you just enough. 